Just by the, I think you know the answer, and I'm like, yeah. And, and you responded back to me. 
So I got to say, though, kudos to you for just sticking with it, just tacking a couple <laughs> of things on to it and leaving it like he left. I'm a sexy little tiger, but then just added his commands after. So I was yeah. like, you're a champ. <laughs> you're a champ, Danny. Yeah. Um. So. Sorry, I got distracted by by OBS um, wanting to crash the stream. It seems we're still good. We're still live. <clears throat> Uh, we got lots to talk about uh, today. <laughs> Shenanigans aside, before we get into the meat of the show, I want to remind everyone that we are sponsoring SWA Motorsports racer Dead Shattered as he hits the track in the Outsider Racing League. Watch him rep the NTN Saturday, uh, NTN logos every Saturday at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time on SYM Sim uh, underscore TV on YouTube. Links are in the description of this episode if you're watching on YouTube or listening to the vo- uh, the uh, podcast feed. Of course, if you guys are new to the show, welcome. If you like what we do, we hope you'll follow us on Twitch, uh, subscribe to us on YouTube, and maybe even tell your friends. Anything else that we need to get out of the way before we start the show? I think we're golden, Pony Boy. All right. Uh, We're going to start with you, Padre. Uh, You have a game you want to talk about. I do. Okay, so... I got the uh, the privilege to test a game out that it was in beta for a while, but I got my hands on a full copy of it, um, and it comes out uh, tomorrow, actually, I believe, so do be on the lookout for it. It is a tiny build game called uh, The Totally Reliable Delivery Service. Uh, it, it's, it, it, <laughs> it's hard to explain in words that don't make it just sound like the goofiest thing you'll ever play, which is fair because it might be. But what it is, it's like a ragdoll physics uh, delivery game where you actually take um, you take packages, you know, from point A to point B. But with the ragdoll physics, it could be really hard, and it gets progressively more difficult because you end up actually like flying helicopters and taking skidoos and jetpacks and all kinds of stuff, trying to get these. Uh, these packages from point a to point b now uh the funny part about it more than anything else is the fact that these packages uh are very damageable you could fail some of them are literally explosives and the ragdoll physics will launch you sky high it'll throw you out into the water it's just in like say if you're doing you know the helicopter delivery and something happens and you blow up well or, or even if you just failed the delivery because you didn't meet the time limit, your helicopter will disappear. I mean, just right up from under you and you'll free fall. It's, it's hysterical. Um, it, one of the funnest games I've played with my friends, it's a up to four player online co-op. You can actually set private lobbies with like passwords and all kinds of stuff like that for kind of security purposes. You get the, there's so many, uh, editing options too, for your character. Uh, you unlock more as you go. There is a there's already a DLC for it coming out, and it's called the Dress Code DLC. It gives you more cosmetics, is is all it is. But it's just it's hysterically funny. It was it was one of the most, I mean, most fun three hours I think I've had playing a game in the longest time. So uh, I will say from my personal standpoint that when this releases tomorrow, pick it up. Uh, I don't even know how much it's going to be, but with it being tiny build, it's probably going to be you know probably under. I would say under the the twenty dollar mark, and if if you have some friends to play with, highly recommend. Um, now some of the the specs, you know, 
with, with most of the games I, I cover, you know, with me being the indie guy covering things like that, uh, you don't have to have a top of the line computer to be able to run this thing. Uh, the recommended operating system is Windows 7 or newer. Uh, th- this, of course, is going to be uh, I'll cover the Mac here in a second. The processor, they recommend an, an, uh, an i7 3770 or a Ryzen 5 1600. They do recommend six gigs of RAM. Still not very much. Uh, of course, they want you to have a broadband internet connection for the online capabilities, and it only takes about two gigs of storage total. Um, but if you are going to be running it on a on a Mac, it looks like a 10.6 or newer is the recommended. And uh, if you want, if you're running a graphics card that is AMD, it recommends a Radeon Pro 50, uh, 560, which is pretty pretty far back there. So super easy game to run on a on even a potato. Once again, highly, highly recommend. It is also coming to Epic and Steam. You'll be able to get it on both. Uh, and then I think it's coming to all consoles too, if I remember correctly. Excellent. Um, so can you describe kind of like the core gameplay loops uh, just kind mm-hmm. of in general? Like okay. what's a, like yeah, yeah, what's yeah. an average game look like? Okay, so so it's almost like a nonstop type deal, right? You don't there's not like particular levels that you progress through, but there are these random little kiosks just all across this open world. Like you can go anywhere in this world. There are different islands and stuff like that you can go to. Um, obviously, you start out at HQ where you do the little uh, test delivery, but there are these little red boxes. You go over, you just pull a lever, and it spits out a box. And if you have to have a helicopter or something like that, it, it spawns one of those with you as well. Um, and so that that's I mean anywhere you find those kiosks you go for it. Now you do want to uh, the the main you know goal is to collect all of these delivery kiosks, Whoops. and um, it does keep track for you. So it'll actually tell you if you've already done one or if one's new. Uh, so that that's obviously good for keeping track. It'll tell you like how many uh, how many bronze deliveries, silver deliveries, and gold deliveries, which will be based either on the damage of the package or timing, depending on what route it's going. Um, so that, that's pretty much the only real gameplay loop of it is you just find these kiosks and deliver the package. If you And if you haven't found a new one in a while, it'll actually give you a little hint. It'll show a little red delivery truck you can follow over and it'll show you the closest one. Awesome. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, like- Same. <laughs> so the, the the core gameplay loop like the being an open world it almost reminds me a little bit of like gta um <laughs> is there outside of the like the running of the deliveries is there much else to the game um are there, is there like a guild system is there like a trade system is there like what kind of cosmetics are involved all that kind of stuff uh there, there's not really any kind of system like that in play uh you do earn money like in you know your in-game dollars for doing deliveries and like the better uh the better you do on the deliveries you know the, the more money you'll make and then <clears throat> you can use that to unlock cosmetics for the vehicles around the maps and stuff like that but then as you complete these deliveries you'll you'll also unlock the rest of the cosmetics and, it, and it's everything like you can customize your hair hats glasses um my dude was wearing like poop skid marked underwear um and we kind of camera angles got a little messed up <clears throat> got all up in there it was uh it was gross I, I could smell it through the microphone it was insane no uh but it was uh, it, it's kind of just one of those like it's not like a linear like 
beat this game kind of thing. It's more of just kind of for goofing around with your friends, uh, which it, it it is. You know, I, I streamed it for a couple hours mm-hmm. uh, yesterday. And during the whole time, like there were times I was leaning off camera because I was laughing so hard. It was and it was just like nonstop hilarity. And and more than anything, that's it, the, the ragdoll physics make it so difficult. Like certain packages will be heavier and you have to have two people to kind of drag it. Um and then you try to put it on a forklift and then they'll go to raise the forklift. But if you don't let go, it'll just raise you up with it. Just like kind of ragdolling there. And it more than anything, I think that's kind of like the direction they went with the game. Like there are objectives to do, but it's more of just like here, let's have, let's give them something to have fun with and just be goofy with their friends. Yeah. It, it looks like one of those games kind of like gang beast or uh, Octodad um, where frustration is a mechanic. Like the yes. ragdolly, goofy, um, Gumby-like proportions of of the characters mm-hmm. are a bigger part of the gameplay. Yeah, and and see, you, you mentioned Gang Beast, and that's kind of funny because when I was playing it, I actually had three separate people mention that it reminded them of Gang Beast. I myself have never even, never seen or heard of it, mm-hmm. um, so I didn't know, but that's kind of like the recurring theme that people are being reminded of. And it does those ragdoll physics play such a difficult part. Yeah. And there, there'll be parts where, you know, there'll be a little handle. You got one of them. You have to deliver a package to the middle of a Ferris wheel for <laughs> some reason. And you have to have somebody controlling the Ferris wheel and speed matters. You can grab the package and hang on to the outside of one of the carts. Cause you, if you find these little yellow bars, you can grab a hold of them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Whenever you're sitting there holding it, you know, the person controlling it's trying to go slow enough to where it doesn't just yeet you off the, the side of the Ferris wheel. And, and it will. It'll yeah. launch you off that Ferris wheel. You lose everything. Um, but, yeah, the, the ragdoll physics are definitely a key component in the frustration of the whole thing. But mm-hmm. it's like kind of a, a purpose of it. And it, it makes it just that much more fun. Yeah. Another game I'm thinking of is uh, uh, Human Fall Flat. I've seen a lot of people play that. That's the one it reminded me of that uh, that I saw. Like I, I got a I got a very human fall flat vibe from it. Mm-hmm. But it's like I said, it was just it was so much fun. Like if you can get just some friends to play with, I would. I mean, nine out of ten recommend it. Yeah, because it's just it's so much fun. Uh, Green, what do you think? So is it from the same makers as the Human Fall Flat game? Uh, I do not believe so. I believe this one was actually made by Tiny Build. Yeah, the, or no, no, no. We're Five Games is the developer, um, which they it looks like they do the majority of uh, of the same uh, the same games that are involved with Tiny Build. They might even be like a subsidiary of it. So I'm going to say no on that, but I could easily. I, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me in the least if it was. I just looked up uh, Human Fall Flat, and that's by No Break Games, Code Glue, and is uh, published by Curve Digital, 505 Games, and DMM Games. So, as far as I can tell, just from a curse research, uh, no relation. I will say this, just a uh, random, but uh, kind of a throwback with the 505 Games, because they made uh, Forgot or not Forgotten, and they made uh, Indivisible, which I covered recently. So random, but boom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what are uh, what other thoughts or questions, uh, Green? Um, so is it only a party of up to four, or is it more players than just? Uh, no, 
as of right now, it is up to four. You can run it solo. Super difficult to do. I tried it in the beta. Um, but you can have anywhere between one and four people as of right now. Uh, that may change later because I, I think something similar happened with Secret Neighbor when it first came out was uh, they expanded how many people you could have in it afterwards. I think they may be kind of waiting on a response to see how interested people are in it because I've also noticed they they it looked like they put a little bit more into the marketing of this. I, I was seeing ads for it everywhere. Like I even saw ads for it on TikTok, um, which I've never seen any video game ads on there. So that was different. So I don't know it. I could see them adding more if the response is heavy because it looks like they're really investing a lot in this one because, I mean, it's fun, so why not? <laughs> so I think a cool aspect that that they could look into is like having more than just one group of people playing. Yeah, kind of like a like, server. Yeah, and so that way, like, say, group of four can take your package and seal your package and take deliver it and make the money off of it themselves. Mm-hmm. Grand Theft Package. Exactly. I mean, yeah, no, that would that would be incredible. Uh, As of right now, that that is one thing. Um, If you have a group of four, or or even we played with a group of three, and you split off from each other, and somebody's working a delivery, you can't pull another kiosk until that delivery is either successful, canceled, or fails. So only one delivery can run at a time at this moment. Uh, Again. That's not, I mean, this this game is technically pre-launch until tomorrow, so there, there's no telling what they might be able to do in the future with it. Hopefully, hopefully they do keep expanding on it because I uh, I love games that have replay value and can really draw a good laugh out of you, and mm-hmm. this one falls in that category. Nice. Uh, anything else? uh on on totally reliable delivery service oh not for me i think i i think i got pretty much everything out there uh i would say if i had to give it a rating i'd say nine out of ten honestly a hundred percent just because sheer fun yeah more than anything just fun no in-depth anything just pure adulterated fun not unadulterated (laughs) it is adulterated Excellent. Um, I'm thinking we can move on to a game that I played and I actually just released a YouTube video on. It's called Ember. Um, I played this during I played the demo during the uh, Steam Games Festival. Um, Just right off the bat, uh, real quick. It's a um, firefighting sim. Uh, some system requirements for you guys, uh, windows seven or higher dual core 2.4 gigahertz or, uh, Intel core to duo, um, E 66,000 or better, uh, two gigs of Ram direct X version nine, uh, broadband internet and two gigs of, uh, get two gigs of storage available. Um, so not a whole heck of a lot uh, in terms of the processing power is required, it seems. Um, this game, like I said, it's a firefighting sim. Uh, <clears throat> Whoops, sorry. I apparently did not mute the music video. In the the uh, music in the video. Uh, so the game, uh, like I said, it's a firefighter sim where you select a... Uh, class and you respond to fires that happen on the map. Uh, so you, it's kind of like uh, you're sort of like a uh, firefighting Uber. Um, 
Uh, so you kind of respond to gigs as a firefighter. Um, you have a couple different maps. Uh, I played all three of the maps that were available. Uh, the five classes um, are uh, have like a different uh, range of gadgets and tools that you can use to rescue the clients that are found on the map. Uh, things like breaching charges, axes, sprinklers, ladders, grappling hooks, and a few other items. Um, the basic idea is that you try to rescue everyone, try to get as much money out of the house as you can, and also try to get the best rating possible for any uh, aftermatch bonuses. Um, each level has a unique obstacle and problems to solve. Like there's one level that has uh, poisonous gases. Um, there's all sorts of like electrical wires everywhere. Um, there's just like some strange building layouts that you have to deal with. Like the door to this building is like somewhere like on the other side, even though like the building takes up like one half of the side of the building you're on. Um, there's also like boxes and stuff that you have to destroy to like get to people. Um, but there's also like solutions on the map for those problems. Like there's like a fan for like the poisonous gas. So you can like push it out of the way or disperse it. Um, there's like fire escapes, uh, and, and some other options around the maps. Um, but I will say from the demo, the game plays really well on my rig. Um, I had very few issues with stuttering or frame drops except for like right away and i think right now the video is when i had that issue where i like broke down the door and just like started spraying water on the fire <laughs> and after that i like caused all sorts of electrical problems yeah, yeah right here and just like electricity everywhere and my frames started to dip just because there's like electricity everywhere um uh, which, by the way, guys, uh, don't put uh, fires out. Don't put electrical or grease fires out with water. That's um, a safety tip here from uh, Danny to you. Um, PSA. PSA. The more you know. Uh, <laughs> the game has a super clean UI and aesthetic, which I really like. It has a very simple art style. Everything is pretty, uh, pretty readable and understandable on the screen. Um. But in the demo, there was a moment that I saw that the UI can break. And that was like when I was typing in my name. Um, I backspaced. For whatever reason, I don't remember why I backspaced because I think I spelled my name right. But when I did that, it broke the it broke like the, the text box that was on the screen and uh, put it like next to like it, it just like merged with like another element of the UI. Um I didn't get a chance to try out the multiplayer. I did play all three maps uh, that were in the demo. Um, all the options were there, though, it seems, uh, which has me excited. Uh, I could see larger, more complex maps um, where thinking about your team composition and really working together as a team would be important because um, there were certain parts of the of the maps that I'm like, oh, I kind of wish I had this kind of tool. That would be really nice right now. Um, so that would, that's definitely like an interesting thing about it. And it's, uh, it's of course goofy. Cause like you see all the like weird places, the clients find themselves and kind of like the shit talking ratings they leave you. It's like, Oh, just, you know, kind of wish you were a little faster saving me. Um, <laughs> and then of course they're just like sitting there on their phones, uh, not actually saving themselves or their shit, uh, you know, shitting on the toilet and you have to like, just rip them off the toilet and be like, we gone. Um, I have to say, 
I think it is hilarious how you eat them into the safe zone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just on a bunch just of mattresses. Whip them. <laughs> just whip that, them. That's beautiful. I mean, you got to think, though, when you, when you think about it, the whole idea of people sitting around on their phone during a disaster instead of taking precautions uh, is very real world now. <laughs> I, I don't want to belittle the people of Iowa uh, or the Midwest in general, but... Are you even an Iowan if you haven't sat out and watched a tornado? Uh, same with Oklahoma. I I just did it Saturday. Like, there was a funnel, a funnel cloud a block and a half away. It was coming down. I was outside watching it come down. It was Here's wild. When when you, when you when it, like when you're born in Oklahoma, it actually comes standard with your birth certificate that you are a licensed storm chaser. That's just <laughs> it's it's part of it. Yeah. True. Yeah, the the people of the central mid of uh, the central United States just really enjoy standing outside and oh wow, look at all that lightning and uh, oh, is that a funnel cloud about two miles away? That's if Joe nice. Exotic can do it, so can I. <laughs> yeah. Um. So uh, overall, really fun game. Uh, one that I actually did add to my Steam wish list. Um, I couldn't find a price yet on Steam. Uh, it is by Muse Games, so I feel confident in their ability to put something out. Uh, they're, they're folks that put out like uh, Guns of Icarus and stuff. Um, I expect it to be somewhere between $15, $25 USD, but probably no higher than 30 I wouldn't pay more than 30 for this game. Uh, I would feel comfortable anywhere between 15 to 25 myself. Um, overall fun enjoyable i like it's readable it runs well it has a nice aesthetic to it i think it's funny you know the idea of basically playing uber for you know a a gig economy firefighter um the tools are fun if not a little wonky but that's you know part of it uh yeah overall i enjoyed it i would say if you're gonna eat people onto mattresses at after you've rescued them from a fire, I'm sold. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. I will play this game. I will. It's yeah. This this is like a good Friday night get drunk game. Like this is a um, you and your friends hop into a Discord call and you just get fucking blitzed and start yelling at each other. Like that's you the know, kind of game this, this is. This is- this is the closest we're ever going to get to an actual Fire Force game. <laughs> and I, I want that in my life. <laughs> I want a Fire Force game. So, like, this is like, a, you know, you know, when you you really want an Oreo, but that like Dollar General brand has to come Mr. through. Mr. Creamy. Yeah, Mr. Creamy. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's the I don't know if that's the Dollar General brand, but I think it's close enough. Yeah, it's, it's we got it's my brand. <laughs> it is. So what? So what you're telling me though is is the way it works. Um, is if we're gonna make this a fire force game, we're just gonna have to role play, like mm-hmm. GTA role play style. We'll just get a group of people together. Everybody can pick a character, and then just go yeeting people on the mattresses. Because <laughs> I'm and for it. Putting out fires, and putting out fires. I'm with it. There, but like you don't have to kill any fire demons yet. Yet, true. Valid. All right, valid. I got you. 
I got you. You can still play this game though to the sound uh, like the the song Mayday by Cold Rain. Have a good time. Yeah, yeah. Just like on <laughs> repeat. <laughs> Take what you want and leave now. You're wearing out. You're welcome. <laughs> like I instantly like that first half of the season. I'm like. Uh, this is pretty cool, but then they started playing that song in the intro. And I'm like, oh fuck yeah, bud! Yeah, I need so this in my life. for for those who don't know, Fire Force is a new shonen uh, anime that uh, came out this last fall season. It's about uh, basically firefighters with fire powers killing fire demons. Um, and That's wild. The second OP is by a band called uh, Cold Rain, a Japanese band, but they they sound like a heavier Japanese Breaking Benjamin. Oh my god, they do. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> metal is fuck, I love it. it. The song gets you hype, and the song is in English. Yeah. It's really good. Um, Fantastic. So, uh, any. Oh, by the way, ahead. they are making a, uh, a Demon Slayer game for PlayStation. Oh, yeah. I think I saw that. Was it a fighting game? Uh, yeah. It's going to be. Uh, as far as I'm aware, it's going to be open world. I'm waiting for more information before I actually bring it to the, the show. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Uh, anything else on Ember? No, I, th- I think it'd be a, a fun community game to play with just the boys one night. Yeah. Once it full releases, it seems like it would be a lot of fun as long as it's within that price range. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. It's one of those ones. Uh, a good community night. I think if you have friends who you can who you can just kind of yell and say stupid shit with uh it's that kind of game step one have friends friends. step one have friends (laughs) i don't have friends we are over here sad boy hours aren't we green (laughs) you gotta gotta do the uh you gotta do the fast and the furious i don't have friends i got family (laughs) a family cool uh if there's nothing else on ember we will take our break real quick and then we'll come back and talk about all the fucking news we got so much Hell news. yeah. News me, dad. News me, dad. All right, guys. We'll be Hi. back. We'll be back in two minutes. Be right back. All right, and we're clear. You guys uh, ready to get back into it? Hell yeah. Yep. Let's go. All right. So, uh, Green. You yeah, have, you want to talk about some PS5 specs, huh? Yeah, Not we're bad. we're like two weeks behind on this, but better late than never. <laughs> there were I mean, things. If we're, if, if we're gonna cover one late, we might as well be covering the one that always falls behind. No, I'm kidding. I'm just trying to start a fight. <laughs> start starting a real fight. <laughs> Let's oh. start a riot. <laughs> um, yeah. So PlayStation Five specs. It was in in our defense. It was kind of overshadowed by other more important news. <laughs> um, you know, global you know, like diseases and stuff. Yeah, global <laughs> pandemics and the bungling of <laughs> of dealing with it by elected officials. Everyone freaking out, pulling Everyone's their hairs out. Yeah, us having to find uh, toilet emergency and, toilet paper. Yeah, everyone buying the fucking toilet paper like it is like gold, and <laughs> they're just gonna eat fucking chimichangas every night and Taco Bell, and just get fucking shotgun diarrhea everywhere. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah, it's just like I'm it's... still salty. <laughs> yeah, like people just buying toilet paper like they drink coffee twenty four seven and also yeah. just eat Chinese food. <laughs> it's like. 
It's like they fucking. <laughs> I feel attacked right to... now. Yeah, you <laughs> shouldn't even buy any toilet paper. <laughs> okay, uh, let's get into the PS5 specs. All right, so uh, we're gonna start out with the uh, the the real meat, the real internal guts here. Um, they're reporting C- the CPU is gonna be an AMD uh, Zen 2 based CPU uh, with eight cores at three uh, three point five gigahertz. Um, and that's going to be a varying frequency. Uh, and that one is a custom-made one for uh, for PlayStation by AMD. It's not going to be one that you can just buy off the shelf. Um, the GPU is going to be a custom RD- RDNA 2, which is also, as I said, custom for AMD, um, specifically for PlayStation. Um, they are also doing the the GPU for Xbox as well. So I'm not sure how big these are going to compare. Um, it is a ten. They're reporting 10.28 teraflops of uh, processing power, uh, 36 computing uh, units at 2.23 gigahertz, which is a variable frequency as well. Um, which is right around roughly a 2080 super 2080 area. Um, which I mean, it is going to have ray tracing with the new art. RDNA, so that's intense uh, to have that in a console now. Welcome, console players, to the. Uh, there's going to be 16 gigabytes of uh, GDDR6 memory. Uh, the memory bandwidth is going to be four, 448 gigabytes per second. Um, internal storage is going to be a custom 825 gigabyte solid state drive. I don't know why that they, they would do in a, such a weird offshoot number as 825. I don't know why, 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 didn't they, why, why wouldn't they just shoot for a thousand, you know, just go terabyte. Um, well, honestly, we all know they want, they want to sell external hard drives. Um, Got uh, IO out, uh, throughput of 5.5 gigabits per second. Um, so um, they, they are uh, reporting a compressed of 8.9 or 8.829 gigabits per second. Um, so that's anything that passes through USB. Um, there's an expandable storage slot. Uh, it's an NVMe solid state uh, storage slot. So you can get an extended memory, a terabyte, two terabyte. Um, and then there's also uh, USB support for hard drives, discs, like the classic HDDs. Um, optical drive is going to be a, f- a 4K UHD Blu-ray drive, um, which I-, I was expecting anyways, because uh, Sony had like the proprietary stuff for Blu-ray for the longest time. Um, so that's really the the guts of it. Um, yeah, you guys have any questions on that? Uh, on PS4, because you mentioned uh, Sony wanting to sell the external um, hard drives. Uh, PS4, I mean, was it just any external? I mean, could I just go to and get like a, a one terabyte Toshiba and plug it in via USB? Technically, you could. Mm-hmm. Um, you could do that with both the Xbox and PlayStation. However, PlayStation saves at a, uh, <laughs> a FAT style format, FAT. Mm-hmm. Um, and a FAT32, um, which is just a style of of uh, save. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so if you bought a hard, uh, like a solid state that was set to something else, you'd have to reformat the drive to save at fat. Yeah. Which is what you have to do. I mean, you have to reformat drives uh, it, between yeah. Windows and, and my, uh, Macs. There were several well, times. Go ahead. You have to manually do it. Mm. Like, you have to plug it into a computer and man- manually do it with solid states because uh, solid states don't have an IO on them. Mm. Mm-hmm. So you can just, you know, yeah. do it manually, like on the actual solid state. You have to use something else. So if you don't have a laptop and you wanted to save money and buy the solid state, just make sure that it, it did save that 32. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, overall, I mean, this is pretty much what we had been hearing in the rumor mill for a while. Um, so I, I, when I saw this, I wasn't super surprised. A lot of this, um, kind, I mean, a lot of this, I mean, outside of like this, you know, bandwidth and the internal storage and stuff like that. But like in terms of like the computing power, a lot of that kind of goes over my head. I don't have a way to conceptualize that really myself, um, other than just like people talk about it in terms of computers and you know similar stuff um so i don't really have any questions or thoughts on that because i I struggle with that side of things in terms of like the processing power and stuff if there's anyone out there who does like computer science and is like a hardware wizard and really wants to like get into the nitty-gritty with us uh hit us up on twitter hit me up on twitter at danny k um but yeah no it, it seems like what we were thinking it you know, fairly comparable, if, if not just a little bit under the Xbox Series X, but under the reported Xbox. Yes. Because we don't have any hard numbers yet. Yeah. This is actually an actual full spread statement from Sony versus Xbox's guy saying mm-hmm. we're going to have 12 square flops of processing power. And yeah. going to be fantastic and and really it's not going to matter until reviewers get their hands on the machines and can do benchmarking anyways right however you do benchmarking with with consoles that sounded like the the most fanboy reaction i've ever heard (laughs) I, i i've i have hated xbox since uh xbox 360 he's reportedly <laughs> actually okay uh, no I've, I've hated I've, I have not been a fan of Xbox since Xbox 360 because I went through four of them so yeah I, I read ring three of them and then on the fourth replacement I sold it and got a PlayStation 3 and I never had an issue but you know that that's fair enough you voted yeah. with your wallet Three out of four times. (laughs) Three out of four times. Yep, true. True. (laughs) Sorry. Um, Um, Want to go ahead? I was gonna. I was gonna have Rev talk. What do you think, Rev? Yeah. yeah. I get. I guess he can talk. Oh, oh, is it my turn (laughs) again? You you Xbox plebeian. (laughs) Oh no. We're talking all PC right now, buddy. We're. I'm assuming we're we're diving off into our next topic. Correct. Uh, I still have a few things. Oh, you have a few things? Oh, well, t- yeah. Do it. Do the thing. Okay. You don't have any thoughts on the... Uh, oh, no. Once I ditch consoles, I don't terms. care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, See so you, peasants. It, it, 
<laughs> It'll be interesting to see how the PS5 and the Xbox pan out uh, with their prices um, and the rele- release date, uh, especially uh, due to the whole COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic that's going on. Um, another thing with the DRAM and NAND memory, N-A-N-D memory, uh, which is fundamental to the computing uh, hardware, the actual brains of the operation, uh, have you? Um, it's projected to rise in price in the next few months, um, which is more than likely going to plague the price tags of the of the consoles, um, as well as PC parts. So, um, especially speaking as a now full time PC player, if you're interested in building a PC, now would be probably the time to jump on that. Um, and then, if you're waiting for these new consoles to come out, just be weary that that may affect the price tag. Um, Sony also uh, currently states that there's no released uh, delays due to, due to the COVID-19 so that is possibly a good sound um, however that could change in the future depending on um, you know increased confirmed cases and delays and stuff like that with all the other parts and manufacturing that goes along with it yeah uh somebody had a really good question um and i think it's it's worth uh answering if you know if you know the answer is ps5 going to be backwards compatible they say that they're going to be backwards compatible uh playstation 4 uh, currently has like a a system that has like old ps3 and ps2 games on it um, which they'll probably port over and i'm pretty sure from from what I've been reading, they'll also be able to play PS4 games that like if you have a disc of it. So, yeah, uh, yeah, that's what they're saying. Um, they said that with a lot of new consoles, and sometimes it didn't happen. Yeah, so I'll see it when it happens. You know. Yeah. Uh, one thing I was actually thinking about um, when I was hearing about backwards compatibility, because a lot of times people have complaints about why would I buy this within the first, you know, this new console within the first few months. Um, you know, especially like with Xbox One and PS4, uh, sales kind of slogged for a little bit because there wasn't that many good version exclusives or weren't that many good games. I mean, that kind of happens with in recent year or up until really recently um, that kind of slogged. But now there's a bunch of free-to-play games that are really good that are basically on every single platform like apex legends uh and fortnite and destiny 2 um that i can see for sure uh helping people move on to that next step um for sure for sure so yeah um another thing that may or may not affect prices kind of depending on uh on this current administration will be tariffs um so you know keep it keep an eye on on uh the news when it comes to tariffs because almost all the parts for any of these consoles and any pc parts have to be manufactured or mostly manufactured in uh china or in chinese factories um so that's just another thing to be aware of uh when it comes to the prices of, of consoles and stuff uh on that i don't really have any other comments or or thoughts to express on ps5 I mean, it's really just seeing how the purported reported uh, specs are actually going to pan out when people get their hands on. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, Rev, anything else? 
No, no, that pretty much uh, covered any questions I would have had. Cool. Very uh, concise. Very cons- concise. Um, you want to go on ahead, and we can uh, talk about this next uh, this next story. Take two. Yes, let us talk <laughs> <Take> about. <two. laughs> we're going. We're, we're going to be uh, diving into a few of these uh, interesting little two of them. I say a few, two, couple. Uh, these little name your own price sales that are starting to kind of pop up out of nowhere. Now, the the first one that came to my attention was the one uh, on itch.io, which is, you know, the a lot of people release their games on there to kind of test and, and browser compatible and stuff like that. But they they released a, uh, a name your own price bundle that had a whole bunch load of uh, indie games and stuff like that on it. Uh, if I remember correctly, a lot of them were going to be people who were at, uh, it had something to do with GDC is what I recall uh, kind of being attached to it. Now, a lot of these games, there's 167 of them. Um, a lot of them people are not really going to know. And I think that's why they did the name your own price thing, which uh, if I, if I remember reading the website correctly, you do have to do at least $10 to get all the games, uh, which, which is fine. I mean, that $10 for 167 games is that's a gamble. I'm, willing to take i don't know about anybody else but uh like i said a lot of them are going to be kind of low-key probably never heard of them before type of games i, I noticed a lot of side scroller platformer style puzzle uh, puzzlers stuff like that um the one that got my attention the most was the uh the humble bundle one so humble released uh a conquer covid19 name your price bundle now again this there is a minimum uh it is thirty dollars but with that $30, you get $1,071 worth of games and ebooks, which include games like Undertale and Hollow Knight, uh, Wizard of Legend, totally accurate battle simulator. The one I'm excited about because I also got this one um, was Brutal Legend. It also comes with Stick Fight, Jackbox Party Pack. It's like a wide variety of these games that have kind of, a lot of them have been out for a while, but they're still popular games. Um, a lot of them are a lot of fun to play. Uh, I also noticed that uh, some of the books, let, I mean, we can even cover those cause it's part of the bundle. Yeah. Um, can I real quick, Oh, just mm-hmm. for transparency sake. Um, I don't think they have affiliate links out for this bundle, but we are a humble bundle affiliate. Um, so just keep that in mind. Just transparency sake. Uh, I'll let you continue Rev. Boom. Oh, no. <laughs> disclaimer. Um, but some of the, some of the, uh, Books you can get here. You get uh, e-books and audiobooks. Um, there's one that's like a, a welcome to Lovecraft lore type of deal. There's one's coping skills, tools and techniques for every stressful situation. Then there's also uh, Fairy Tale Happy's Adventures Volume One. So there's some manga in there. Um, ooh, did not notice this, but uh, Volume One of the Boys. That in and uh, in and of itself is fantastic, and I also noticed uh, you do get access to Music Maker EDM Edition. You get that and a ten dollar voucher code for in app purchases. So there's so many so many things that come along with this one. And again, it's like name your own price, but to get all this stuff, there's a minimum of uh, a minimum of thirty dollars, and there are dozens of games, most of which you've at least heard of. Um, but the, of course, the humble bundle one goes 100% to charity. Uh, there are four, I believe, charities. Yes, that you can kind of 
divvy up what what it's going to. You got your partners in health, Doctors Without Borders, uh, International Rescue Committee, and Direct Relief. Uh, so those are the the charities that are being benefited through this. And uh, again, this one's a one hundred percent. That's why I. That's why we believe there's not an affiliate link with it since it's a hundred percent going to charity. Uh, but yeah, it's it's amazing. I mean, the, the the amount of games that are in this one, but both of them are designed to help people in you know in this kind of weird chaotic times that we're living in both on on the consumer side because a lot of us are stuck at home with nothing to do and it gives us the access to so many things um you know that at a very very inexpensive price and then also it benefits the at least on the the ten dollar one the uh itch.io one benefits the developers that you know basically out of pocket cost due to uh the COVID-19 thing. Uh, I actually believe there was a, um, there was a statement released on it. Uh, and it was by uh, gamedev.world. And they said, with the news of uh, GDC's official cancellation, many marginalized developers are facing the reality that they've invested what sometimes comes down to years of savings into an event that will no longer happen. Many developers around the world do not have a way to refund their visas, lodging, and travel costs. Um, you know, there was a Twitch stream announcing this, and it is only the, the, the HIO one is only available until April 3rd. Uh, I believe the Humble Bundle one is the same time frame. I will double check that, uh, and we can put it in show notes, but I've believe that it's the same time frame it's just a few days but it's it's really good to see them you know trying to take a stand to help these people who have put a lot of time and money into this convention that they're not going to even be able to go to so you know 40 dollars total for both bundles and then you could obviously donate more uh it's hard to pass up i myself picked up both of them but that's just you know that was just because I love I love indie games, but uh, but yeah, it's it's really good to see them you know take a stand on both sides you know whether it be just for the charity or the uh, the indie one. Okay, uh, I'm getting news here that it looks like the humble one ends on the sixth, so there are a few more days uh, in that one than the other one. But just do it. Yeah, yeah, six hours, <laughs> seventeen, uh, six days, seventeen hours, and six minutes from exactly now. Okay, so yeah, that would put it on the sixth. But yes, get them support support the charities, support the developers. Um, you know, a lot of, a lot of people. This is something that's kind of close to my heart, especially the fact that I'm always doing indie game stuff. You know, for them to to be able to put forth something to help these help these devs out is is important to me, and so that's kind of why I'm a little bit more about it than maybe some other people, but it's just, it, it my personal stance is, uh, I mean, I'm going to push this thing just for their sake. Yeah. Cause they can't keep putting out content if they're out thousands upon thousands of dollars. Yeah. It's hard to, it's hard to have a business when you keep losing money, mm-hmm. especially for something that, you know, was absolutely no faults of anybody. Yeah. You know, any particular person, it's just, well, I think we can think of one person. Yeah, there. I mean, there there might be one, <laughs> but that, that's for the other podcast that we've talked about. <laughs> well, I was talking about the one guy that ate a bat. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, this yeah, the one you ate under undercooked bat. Mm. I I honestly think that all this came from the Morbius trailer. That's what it was. I mean, if Jared Leto <laughs> didn't go over there and mess with them bats, that's all it was. It's Morbius. It nothing else. 
Ironically, this is <laughs> very coincidental. Very coincidental. Um, you know, the, the the one guy in China, he just took the wrong lesson from Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> the, yeah, he he the, living in the eighties rock star lifestyle is just not the way to go. Do do coke, not bats. Do coke, not bats. <laughs> Disclaimer: um, Don't do coke. <laughs> well, you can drink Coca Cola. Hashtag not sponsored. But don't do cocaine. <laughs> you're adults you can do what you want <laughs> we're all uh, fairly libertarian here you guys can guess what we actually live, <laughs> live, live and let live man that's yeah. just um, don't eat bats <laughs> um oh shit there's something i was gonna mention but i, I completely forgot um <sighs> Oh, just like in general, um, I know a lot of people are just kind of out of work right now. But if you're someone who can't, who is still working and and has some means, um, do consider uh, donating some some goods, you know, hygiene products, uh, canned goods, preserve, you know, uh, non perishables to your local food shelter for the people who can't work who are going to be struggling. Um, you know, there's been a lot of talks here in the United States about like stimulus package and stuff like that, um, but you know that's that might not be for a little while some people are still i mean tomorrow i mean we're recording or we're doing this live on the 31st of march tomorrow's the first of the month there's going to be a lot of uh landlords who are still going to demand their money so there are there are people out there in need who do need pro uh you know products you know like non-perishable foods and hygiene products like soap and toothpaste and stuff like that so if you are someone of means um please consider donating that kind of stuff to your local food shelters um yeah, even the Salvation Army mm -hmm. is a good choice as well. Yeah, to to your local shelters, Salvation Army, um, to to your food banks and and such. Um, anything else on on the name of your price packages that we uh, mentioned? No, but I will be covering uh, in future episodes. I'll be covering the games from this uh, this itch.io package, Yeet. so that way people could people could have an idea of what they missed out on if they didn't get it. Yeah, and by the way, HIO is a fantastic website. You can find all sorts of uh, like student projects, um, kind of up and coming, you know, uh, devs. I've I've played a, several games off of HIO recently. Um, one I'll probably talk about at a later time. Uh, it's called Peaks of Your, uh, and uh, yeah. But um, if we're good on that topic, we'll move on to uh, some news from Steam. Are you guys good with that? Oh, let's go Steam bandwidth. Yeah, so Steam, uh, obviously, with a lot of people who are now having to telecommute uh, for work and work from home, um, are there's just a larger increase of uh, bandwidth usage on home networks. Uh, a lot of a lot of Americans are still under data caps from their uh, ISPs. I really hope that ISPs uh, maybe lift those um, and. But uh, who knows? Um, so there, so like I said, increased uh, uh, bandwidth usage during this current global health crisis. Uh, Steam uh, has made some suggestions. They've also made some changes to how it works to help uh, you manage your bandwidth usage better. So the update that they had is, um, and this is directly from Steam's own blog, is, quote, for games that haven't been played recently, Steam has already been uh, scheduling updates for the next 
off-peak local time period. Beginning this week, we are now spent, uh, spreading these updates out over several more days. Only games played within the last three days will be updated immediately. As always, the game will begin updating immediately, immediately if you request to play it, and you can always initiate an update or pause it indefinitely through the download manager. We're also looking into additional solutions to help on our side, which is nice. So if you, you know, you haven't noticed, you can manage all your downloads and stuff on steam. Um, steam also put out some in the same blog, also put out some tips, uh, for people. Um, the first one being schedule, uh, auto update windows. This will ensure that steam doesn't start updating a game while you're in the middle of your workday. Uh, number two, if you don't play a game in your library, often you can keep it installed, but choose to no longer download automatic updates, um, which is what I do. I always set a game, if I have it installed, um, but I just haven't played it in a while, I will just turn off the automatic uh, updates. Um, and then if I really haven't touched it in a while, I usually uninstall um, just to free up space on my hard drives. Um, number three, you can self-throttle your own connection to Steam. This might ease the load on your network connection and may help ease bandwidth loads if network traffic in your area needs to be reduced. Um, and then uh, number four from Steam, again, this is from their own uh, page. Uh, take advantage of, stream of uh, library folder settings so you can move infrequent infrequently played games from an SSD to a storage HDD. Uh, this is usually better for you and your bandwidth bandwidth rather than uninstalling the game and needing to re-download it later. Uh, so some tips to help manage your bandwidth. Um, if you first off are just uh, telling commuting from home and having to do a lot of things from home. But I mean, if you're also just you know, you have your entire family in the house and, you know, uh, the kids are watching Netflix and your wife is telecommuting and you are uh, trying to game, you know, it's a lot of devices connected to the the, the network, uh, you know, or if you're trying, if your wife is trying to telecommute and your kids are in like separate rooms uh, trying to watch Netflix and then all of a sudden your game starts to download and you tank the entire network, um, you know. Things you want to avoid. <laughs> uh, yeah, any thoughts on that? Any other, like, do you guys have any suggestions for managing bandwidth at all? Uh, kick the kids off Netflix. They don't need it. <laughs> send them out. Well, don't send them outside in public. I was going to say, go outside. It's not a good time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, away from people, but outside, you know, like, you know, a yard. Go through all your settings on all of your devices and just drop the quality of the video streaming. <laughs> Here's the one I, I suggest is if you have a router that has a mobile app, always monitor your router on your mobile app. Monitor what devices are connecting, what devices are disconnecting, how much uh, each device is using. Um, Make sure the devices that are connecting are actually ones inside your home. <laughs> Make sure that you don't have a neighbor kid who's <laughs> like who lives across the way who your kids brought over and gave the wi-fi password make sure he's not connected to your wi-fi and stealing your internet um turn your like uh, turn your phones to like ultra power saving mode uh at nights when you're getting ready to go to bed that way mm -hmm. like calls texts and your clock are all that really work mm -hmm. so that way you're not just idly 
pulling bandwidth like from updates on your phone. Yeah. I mean, that that's a big one that I, I've learned to use. I turn mine on airplane mode because I don't want anybody calling me at night anyways. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. Um, but yeah, no, I think the uh, I think the if you can get an app for your router, that would be a, you know, IQ 200 move. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, there are so many people who like just forget that you can that the a lot of routers just have apps and like I reset my router. I check my router from work all the time um, because I'm paranoid. <laughs> Uh, but I'm also like, oh, I got the podcast tonight. I probably should restart the router. I'm not home right now, so I might as well just restart it from work. Um, and it what lets could you-, you possibly have to be paranoid about? Nobody's going to get in there and mess with your stuff, Danny. Uh, I don't know what it is. Oh, you bitch. <laughs> I just realized what you were saying. <laughs> That's what we call a callback. <laughs> he never said anything about nothing about being a tiger. Uh, <laughs> um... So yeah, that's that's the Steam bandwidth management, uh, the update, and and some uh, suggestions they made. Uh, any other thoughts on this? No, that I, I think you uh, I think you kind of took the reins and covered that one really well. Yeah, you did great. Um, I forgot to make a title for this one, but uh, I do have one more story that we can talk about. Um, this a game called Vigor is coming to Switch. So Vigor is a free to play third person shooter, tactical looter shooter survival game uh, free on Xbox One. Uh, it's developed by Bohemia Interactive, the devs behind the Arma games. Uh, it's now coming. This looter shooter survival game is now coming to the Nintendo Switch. Uh, on their official page, they said they have uh, are adding the Switches, uh, the Switch first to increase the player base, um, offer cross uh, play, uh, offer cross play sessions and in game optimizations. Um, the Switch is closed beta. Uh, starts on the 9th with a full release at a later date um which is cool i think uh the switch really doesn't have any titles like that so that's a nice addition for the switch players this is a game that interests me um and i would love to play it but i don't have an xbox one or a switch uh i'm really just hoping for a ps port or a pc port what's up uh rev i was supposed to play that once upon a time and never got around to it oh yeah i know that's why i included it in here because <laughs> I told you to play it when you're on Xbox still. <laughs> this is his way of getting back at me. This mm-hmm. is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> See, now you have two devices that can play it. <laughs> uh, my son has two devices that can play it. Like I said, once I got on PC, that console trash got away from me. <laughs> Disclaimer, I don't hate consoles. I just don't use them. <laughs> um. So, I mean, again, cool, cool thing for for uh, switch players, you know, not a lot of first person shooters or third person shooters or anything like that on switch. So it's a nice addition. Um, that's all I have in my notes. Is there anything else that you guys want to talk about? Uh, I think we got everything patched out. <laughs> yeah, that, that went like just smooth. It, right no technical problems i'm looking at the time i'm like god damn we went through that nice and nice and slick that was hot it was real hot it's it like we put astroglide on it moist <laughs> all right like, 
Bobbing. <laughs> uh, Mr. Green Elite, what's coming up on your channel? Um, I'm going to be playing uh, definitely some more Apex and uh, Modern Warfare. Uh, they did release uh, Modern Warfare 2's campaign remastered today. Um, so I'm definitely going to pick that up. That right now is on, uh, on I know for the PlayStation Store, it's $19.99. I have not checked it out on Battle.net yet, um, which is where I'll be buying it anyways. So that's something that I'm interested to see. Mm. It's a PlayStation exclusive right now. Yeah, someone in chat just said it's a PlayStation exclusive right now. The yeah. the look for the podcast uh, listeners, um, Green Elite's face right now is that of sorrow and pain. And I'm eating it up because it's yeah. ironically a PlayStation exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so done with Activision. I'm uninstalling. <laughs> it's the third time they've made me say what the fuck on this podcast. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, anyway. You have a PlayStation now. I, I, I do. I do. But I, I didn't buy Modern Warfare, like, like the, the new one. Mm-hmm. on playstation i bought it on pc um i've been playing warzone specifically on pc mm-hmm. i don't want i have not turned on my playstation for in over three months and i don't want to turn it back on <laughs> so uh but yeah um so we'll see how this this week uh, goes um you can always as, as always you can catch me on on twitch that's twitch.tv forward slash mr green elite um you can also hit me up on my twitter instagram discord uh, uh youtube facebook Pornhub, on only fans you know everywhere wholesome content is found <laughs> <laughs> all right you treacherous son of a bitch what's up with your channel rev what? <laughs> the audacity. No, so uh last week I actually decided to go ahead and throw uh throw Undertales uh a try and I was actually enjoying it. And so I started a uh the genocide run today. So tomorrow uh I'm gonna start uh well try to continue the uh the genocide run. And then after that, I think I'm gonna start working my way through all these games on these name your prize deals. Um, I'm gonna start working on them, and any of them that are like particularly short will go to YouTube. Everything else will be on Twitch. Uh, you can find me just about everywhere. Revspin, maybe Revspin TV. Most social medias, I had to add TV to it because of reasons. But uh, but yeah, it's it's just Revspin on most things, and uh, and yeah. So I, I got a Zebo's Funhouse lined up for those of you who don't know what that is. It it's a good time. I got the, one of those going, so it's. But aside from that, it's just going to be kind of, we'll see what happens. Excellent. Um, coming up on my channel, just playing way more, just a lot more Minecraft. I paid for a realm. I'm going to fucking stick with that realm until the, the payment uh, is is up. Um, I've been doing some YouTube content, uh, so go check that out. You guys can check out my gameplay of Ember. Um, just look up Danny K on YouTube. Follow me on Twitch, uh, Danny K, D-A-N-I-E-C-A-E. That's how you spell everything for my socials, including my Twitter and Instagram. Um, let's see. I can't think of anything else that I, that we have going on right now. Um, just like a quick little aside, uh, the governor of Iowa, um, extended the, 
um, closing of uh, restaurants and uh, bars uh, for an, until the 30th of April. So right now we will have to reschedule the uh, Iowa online creators meetup. Um, I have not gotten contact with the venue as of this time. That is something I'll have to do and kind of see where we're at with that. So just know that that uh, that the date was April 25th. It is now uh, TBD um, entirely until uh, so just follow me or Mr. Green Elite uh, for updates on that. Um, otherwise, I think that's going to do it for this week's episode. Uh, guys, we appreciate all of you for joining us this week. Be sure to follow everyone on their own individual Twitch channels and social media accounts. Uh, if you guys missed any part of the show, you can find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts, everywhere podcasts are found. Um, if you like what we do and want to help support the show, you guys can do that in a few ways. First, you can subscribe on YouTube. Give us a like on this video. Uh, you guys can give us a rating and review on the podcast platform of your choice or share us on your own social media pages and, and tell your friends. Um, that's the that's the best way actually to support us is to tell your friends about us. Um, we really appreciate that. Um, I see someone mess with my notes here, but I'm going to say it anyways. Uh, you guys, remember that I'm a sexy little tiger. Thanks and have a wonderful wet... That one that was not me. <laughs> have a wonderful rest of your weekend or of your week. Holy shit, I am struggling with that last sentence. Guys, I love it. <laughs> we will see you later. Bye. Like what you heard? Be sure to check our individual Twitch channels. Links as always are in the description of this episode.